Two Wheels Was Sold is a podcast hosted by me, Derek Brown II. The title, Two Wheels Was Sold, is a play on two of my interests outside of being an educator, cycling and running. Come join me as we take a rod or stroll through the streets of whatever country or city I may be in. Two Wheels Was Sold. Let's roll. So when I was in elementary, uh, I told myself that one day I was going to run a marathon, and I got this idea. I was watching TV at that time, and it came on, and somebody mentioned, I think it was Oprah, who mentioned that she was going to run a marathon at some point. And I was like, hey, yeah, I'll run a marathon as well. Had no idea what the distance was, what actually a marathon really truly was, except for that it was a run. And so I eventually made good on that. But uh, when I first got into running, that journey was a lot different. Um, I decided to start running in the fall of 2012 or like the spring of 2012. Uh, I was at my local gym and I was stretching and the club had their own monthly magazine. On the front cover of that magazine, it said, run your first 5K. This magazine had a plan, an eight-week plan, I believe, that uh, kind of walked you through the process of running a 5K. So I decided to go with the plan, and I threw the idea out to some friends about actually running a race that uh, spring. A few people bit, um, but they eventually backed out, which allowed me to back out, so I actually didn't do the run. But I did stay committed to the training. And it's something that I continue with. And then in the fall of 2012, I was able to actually run my first 5K. It was a night run. I forget the name of the race. Uh, Glow 5K or something like that in Las Vegas, downtown run. And I was like October-ish of 2012. Kind of caught the bug. Ended up going to support somebody else in a race um, that November. And I got hooked. And I was like, hey, I actually want to run a half marathon. And within the next three months, I was towing the line in Orange County in February of 2013. I was actually doing my first half marathon. I went from running, basically running one 5K to jumping straight to the half marathon. And from there, I was like hooked. Um, running allowed me to see different parts of cities and countries when I traveled. Um, I felt like it was an inexpensive way to do sightseeing. Um, it was a great way to connect with communities once I got to certain areas. Um, so it was just something that just kind of took off for me. And, you know, being able to get the, the new gear, new shoes, and things like that always kept me motivated um, with running. And it has allowed me, you know, nine years or eight years later, it's allowed me to kind of challenge myself. Um, different distances I ran everything from a 5k to like a 100k I've done it in different climates uh, like my first marathon was in Geneva and it actually rained and my shoe actually kind of separated from the sole the top part from the sole like during the race um, so I had that was my first uh, experience in a marathon um, but, you know, I, I was hooked and it, it gave me, um, you know, a community. Um, it 
was great for both physical and mental health. Um, it's something I can do anywhere, anytime. And so that's something that's kind of stuck with me. But when I originally started running, um, I was living close to Los, downtown Las Vegas. And if you know anything about downtown Las Vegas, a lot of crime, drugs, prostitution, like you name it. Police are very hot in the neighborhood. And so I had to be very conscious of when I ran because you see a black man running at night because at the time I was a night runner. You see a black man running at night, it's like, what is he running to or what is he running away from? And I kind of made myself a target in that way. And so I actually went from running with music to taking it off because I want to make sure I can hear what was all happening around me. And yeah, so that's how I really, really got into it. And um, the more I got into running, I realized that I was kind of like this unicorn. I would step up to races and I would be uh, one of few that look like me. Um, and so it has given me a reason to continue to run to kind of push those barriers a little bit in my own space um, by being a minority and stepping into uh, the arena of like endurance racing. And um, it's something that I continue to carry with me today. Um, but yeah, no, that's how I got into running. It's just sitting in, a, sitting in the gym, reading over the magazine, thinking like, hey, this is something I can do and went after it. And uh, so, yeah, I've had the opportunity to do a lot of amazing things because of running. I didn't even know it was called cycling. I would just always call it riding bikes. I mean, I've been riding a bike since, since I was a young kid. And so it's something I've always enjoyed. Uh, quick story. How did I learn how to ride a bike? I learned how to ride a bike on my sister's bike. I have a twin sister. And I think we were either three or four and uh, we had our birthday. And my aunts, Shelly and Janine, they actually end up buying my sister this little purple bike with training wheels. And they got me this checkerboard scooter. I was really jealous that my sister got a bike and I got a scooter. I don't know if she actually really wanted to learn how to ride a bike. I think she liked my scooter and I actually liked her bike because I wanted to learn how to uh, ride a bike. And so um, one day we were outside and I think she had just got the training wheels taken off of her. So she was learning how to ride her bike without the training wheels. And again, super jealous on my end. I wanted to give it a shot. So I ended up, she ended up going in the house. It was a windy day. Um, I still remember that. It was, I learned how to ride my sister's bike on this windy day. I decided to pick it up and I really taught myself how to ride a bike. There was nobody next to me were like guiding me and pushing me down the road or anything I just hopped on her bike and started learning how to ride and so you know uh, super excited about the opportunity to ride a bike um, and I learned how to ride with my sisters so like my journey into cycling has been one uh, that's been long coming about five or six years ago um, I believe after my first year uh, living in Egypt, I got back home for the summer and I went over to Walmart 
and I bought my first road bike. It was a GMC Denali 700C uh, road bike from Walmart. And, you know, I, I've always seen the, the, the people with the high-end bikes. I had no idea, um, you know, the types of pricing on books. I didn't realize the brands or anything like that. But all I know is I had drop handlebars. I had 700C tires. I had the skinny tires. And I had a road bike. Um, and so I really had no idea at that time frame what the difference was. Okay. But I totally start to understand the difference between the bikes. It's like, what's the difference between having like a Honda Accord and having like a Porsche? <laughs> so, um, so I got this bike and I just was using it just to commute. And uh, I, would, I, would, I would ride that bike during my summers, during my winter breaks and things like that when I was back home. And it was something that I really enjoyed doing. And I still remember when somebody threw out to me, it was like, yeah, I just bought a new road bike. And I was like, oh, about how much did you pay? And they told me they paid a grand for it. I'm like, oh man, you crazy. Like that's, that's ridiculously expensive. And you know, I'm looking at my GMC Denali that I'm super proud of. And I only paid like $150 at Walmart for it. But again, at that time, I still didn't understand the difference between the quality. All I knew is I had a road bike. And so I was just like, again, like I said, I would just be biking around the city. Um, it'd get me from A to B. It would take me to C to D as well. And so I was really enjoying it. And then about a couple of years ago, just been on Instagram and things like that, you know, with the algorithms, I eventually started to come across... Um, the Williams Brothers uh, with Legion of LA. And it was the first time that I actually had seen black cyclists. And so this was something new to me. I had no idea that black men or women were in the professional ranks or uh, cycling at a high level. And so I would come across their posts and I'm like, oh, this is cool. And that's when I got introduced to Specialized because their bikes would say S-Works. I'm like, oh, what's S-Works, blah, blah, blah. And then I finally went through and do some research and looked at S-Works. I'm like, hmm, my $150 bike and this bike right here costs 10 Gs. So I was like, yeah, now I start to understand the difference between a Hunter Accord and that, uh, that Lamborghini. And, uh, but I, I became more interested in cycling. I, I can, you know, start following Justin. I started following uh, Corey and even her cousin um, as well and I'm just following this journey and I didn't know what crit racing was like they would mention crit racing and so kind of sparked the interest um, just following these guys and then I decided to uh, I gave kind of Instagram a break for a little bit and then I hopped back on and again I just became more infatuated with them as cyclists and then you know Start to look at other individuals who look like me who was in the field. And so um, I decided to, to continue to do more research and to kind of look into actually getting a bike. And the thing that really did it for me was early this year, um, I was training for a triathlon and I had an opportunity to rent a road bike. That wasn't my GMC Denali. It was actually more of an official, a little higher end one with a giant. And understanding, you know, that 
when you shift the gears, it's not on the handlebars, that it's down in your drops. Like you've been able to, to tap and move your gears over. And so that was like, oh my gosh, like this is it. Like I enjoyed the cycling part during my training. And again, knowing that I was going over the summer and doing some research and reading about crit racing. And then I was like, okay, this is what I want to do. So I kind of want to invest. So um, being introduced to cycling through um, the Legion of LA squad and then also, you know, putting this training together, it was something that I wanted to do. And then again, as I started to look more and more into the field, I ended up joining a um, my uh, team. I'm part of I'm part of a, a member of uh, the KRT Cycling and QRT Cycling, which stands for Kings Rule Together, Queens Rule Together, and it's a cycling team that's based out of Philadelphia. And so, you know, that gave me the community and the support to see both women and men of color who are cycling who have their own, and then, you know, one thing leads to another, and I see other groups uh, that are out there as well. And so now I'm just really, really getting into it um, because it's like, yo, I have heroes and sheroes now. And, you know, I start coming across, you know, um, the ones that came before us, like the Major Taylors, uh, the Kitty Knoxes. And so understanding that history of, cycling inside the black community in the U.S. And then I'm just like, yeah, this is it right here. This is it for me. And then this allowed me to establish a relationship um, with a buddy back home that I was able to start cycling with this summer. And with that, um, I decided to compete in my first races uh, this summer. And the one crazy thing is, is that I actually did more racing before I, I did four races before I ever actually did a group ride. I never did a group ride until late July or so. And I had competed in four crit races. And people were like, dude, like, what are you doing? Like, that's crazy. Like, you know, riding in groups, like, you know, that's kind of like the, the first thing you kind of, you know, the first thing you do. But just because of the position I was in, being outside the country for part of it, and then also getting back home and realizing that, you know, these riding groups can kind of be these secret societies. And if you don't know people, then you don't know these, you know, these cycling groups even exist. Um, and so that was, that was something new for me. And, you know, I sit here today and this is how it all began with my whole cycling journey. checking out the latest episode of two wheels with soul please subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and until we meet again let's roll